Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe podcast. My name is Troy Jackson, man, your favorite Average Joe, and I have a special guest on today. Oh, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Philippa Henderson. I am coming to you with some, you know, new ideas. I bet. Um, so Tanisha introduced us, and this is going to be a very, 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 very um interesting episode. Also, I do have a couple people listening while I'm recording this, so like, if y'all got some comments, questions, y'all want to jump into this, yep, we we can sure. we, we can get we, we can get into it. Um, so for the months of December, January, February, y'all, I'm only dropping three episodes a month instead of weekly so that way i can get to even 60 because i'm weird like that i don't want to get to like end it on 64 65 so uh i don't know how i'm gonna do it yet i don't know if it's gonna be like three straight episodes and then a week off or two episodes and a week off i'll figure it out but end of season one is going to be over end of february and then season two will start back up in June, right around in the NBA Finals time after my sports podcast is done. So I'm just giving y'all a heads up now. Um, and then the winner of the giveaway, the winners of giveaway contest will be announced the next week. All right. So let's get started. So there's a lot of stuff we're going to cover today, but uh, you want to start off with black dating. And you said something about that if a man doesn't feel like he's the head of a household he's going to feel some type of way about that am i right correct i honestly believe that like i believe that a society teaches men that they are supposed to be the leader of the household b i believe that throughout like throughout evolution um the way that uh move your mic up like up if you can there we go yeah 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 so the way that people dated as well is that like when women, okay, so when women gave birth to a child, she was in her most vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. The man that she was giving birth to's child had to step in and take care of her for the time for the times that she was like at her lowest point, which mm-hmm. is in pregnancy, which is why a lot of women are like pregnancy is just awful. Because there are a lot of things that you have to think about when you're in pregnancy, when you're starting a family. The whole point, if the end goal is marriage and a relationship, correct? Correct. If the end goal is marriage and a relationship, you have to have, like, to me at least, it's more about dependability. And it's about knowing, like, men feel good in security. You know, a, a, a strong man is a man that feels secure no matter where he is. You know, Mm -hmm. those are just, you know, a few different points towards that. I really do truly believe that men are the most secure 
when they are producing, when they're, um, you know, adding to their family and adding most to their family. I, I agree with that because like, how can I try to explain this? I was just watching like a Chris Rock, uh, stand up while I was at work. And, um, he was saying that if, um, I don't know how necessarily you feel about this, but I'm going I'm to bring it back inside. And he was saying that how black men are the only, how the black woman's love regardless, the kids are loved regardless, the black man is loved by, I guess, how much he can do, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I do see where you're coming from because All like men are loved by what they do. Men are the like, we got to talk about mm-hmm. this in like the, the flattest terms possible men majority built this society not like as far as like um women have done a lot let me say that like women have done a lot but when it comes to infrastructure when it comes for to fixing our electrical our wiring our plumbing just things that are supposed to keep our quality of living high men are willing to put their lives on the line to risk for us to have those that's facts that's facts that's facts like you know like men have always done that that's facts um damn what was I to say uh damn this this is good so far um what what was I what was I about to tie back into this uh give me a second because I legit forgot I'm sorry no this happens I do that this 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 happens um <laughs> I told you I'm not the only one that happens <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so engrossed in what she's saying yeah, yeah you just, just blew my mind <laughs> give me a second yeah. like, like okay let me say something else as well though because like uh, how do I explain it like i feel as if like uh i've seen it like i was raised by a single mom Mm -hmm. and i praise her for what she did she gave me some strong morals she gave me some strong guidance but like my mom couldn't be my dad that's facts i agree with you on that i agree with you on that facts on facts on facts and i feel like i've seen it before where not only in my family but in other people's family where women made more money than men and they dog those guys i agree with you everybody else dog them too like see i'm i'm like i don't have a problem with um i don't have a problem with my woman making more than me but sure. i would have a problem if she tried to say like i'm not a man because of it you know that makes sense like you i have no problem if you wouldn't make more money than me that's cool because how i was raised is we're one so your money's my money my money's your money Correct. i'm still gonna make sure that Correct. most of the bills are paid but also at the same time it's like if you're gonna sit there and try to say that i'm less of a man because you make more money than me that's where the issue that's where that's where my issue lies if that makes sense so like um i think this is going to be the really complexing thing that's going to affect the next generation of people because we're moving into a world where um well we've already been in that world since the 60s when women started going to work and Mm -hmm. like really being established in the workforce Mm -hmm. like we we're at a point now where women are getting higher educations than men that's facts that's women are getting higher like higher paying jobs than men it would be uh it it would be harsh for me to just be like men have to be all these things when there are a lot of things that set men back especially black men you know the way that we're perceived in the world Mm -hmm. it makes it harder for us to thrive and Mm -hmm. like you know you would think that perception doesn't equal like actual affliction but but it does but also at the same time though you can you can make that same argument that black women have it harder than black men because not only are you a woman who's already 
not to where men are normally at. You're a black woman on top of that. So my opinion, like just how I look at it, <laughs> just how I look at it, black women are like almost at the bottom of the totem pole. And they have to work their way up when it comes to corporate America. Just because we have so much things going against going against us, but y'all have so much things going against us, going against y'all as well. I, I'll agree with that. I, I, I can see it in my own life that like, um, you know, like people have preferential treatment for people that are considered the average. Mm-hmm. And when you don't fit within the average, then you have to place yourself based on your best qualities. Mm-hmm. Which is why I find that like... You know, um, you know, you got to make yourself special in some type of way. And like, especially for a black woman perceiving myself going into a space with maybe even one other token black woman. Let's Mm -hmm. say that because, you know, people tokenize us. Correct. (laughs) So like now you're in a space with a new tokenized black person and people are just like, now they got y'all twisted saying y'all the same person calling you the uh-huh. same name uh-huh. when the first person was original and now she's not so original <laughs> <laughs> because one other person that looks like her is in the room and now y'all calling each other the same things yeah like and which makes it like really heavy for black women because now they want to f- be against each other mm-hmm. because there can only be one mm-hmm. you know like Nicki Minaj and um Cardi B mm-hmm. how the whole industry was like Oh, look at this new fine little, you know, senorita <laughs> coming in and taking Nikki's fans. And you know her, she's gonna pump up her uh-huh. head, you know? And Nikki's like, I've been here, I've been doing this, I started this shit. You know, like that's what we have to do when you're tokenized uh-huh. in a society. So I, I would like to say that. And you I know? feel like I do feel like uh I brought this up in one of my previous episodes, how like <sighs> Like us, we're probably about like the only race that doesn't necessarily really stick together. It's always one against the other, as opposed to where, like the Asian, like the Asian communities, they stick together. White people, to a certain extent, stick together. Yeah. But with us, it's like it's it's always where we don't we stick together, but only for like a certain extent. It's okay, we stick together, and then it's back to us versus them, or us against each other. If that makes sense. Can I say something? Go ahead. Um, this has a lot to do with like where you come from in particular, because like, um, how would I say it? Black people are a part of a diaspora of people, like mm-hmm. a group of people that left their home and is now displaced. Technically black people are not displaced because this is as much as an black american's home as exactly exactly so technically i would like to you know say that maybe black americans are not displaced but black americans have a different culture than jamaican americans Mm -hmm. and they have a different culture than haitian americans Mm -hmm. and like we are not all doing the same stuff exactly so we can't think that another group of people is gonna spack us when they they're not us and Mm -hmm. they don't even see each other as us like I'm a Caribbean person and American people like made me feel bad. So let's talk about that because we talked about this earlier before, before we decided to do this episode and I really good. I forgot about bringing that up. Why do you, because I I was like, so I've had a couple exes that were like, I had one ex who was Haitian, but born in the Bahamas. So she's not from here. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, Oh, you and these Americans. And I had another ex who's Jamaican, 
but she's from America. And it's just like, why is it such a big deal to where, like, let's say you're a like Jamaican or Haitian and you're American and they call you a Haitian American as opposed to just being a Haitian or a Jamaican. Like, I don't understand why it's that big of a deal to where, like, if you're not born in that culture, they look at you. If you're not born in that particular place yeah they look at you completely different it's, and it's like a negative stigmatism you mean like our people from back home look at us like that or americans look at us like that i would say both because i feel like i f- yeah i would say both well i think that see being black has a lot of like undercurrents around that mm-hmm. like I, even if americans are americans other americans in particular will remind them that they're not American mm-hmm. correct you know correct so that is like, true and then when you go to look at Africans and how Africans actual Africans mm-hmm. interact with black Americans mm-hmm. and they're like you're the little child that ran off <laughs> 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 you know? but we didn't really run off we were taken like you know what I'm saying like I didn't want to be it like I'm pretty sure my ancestors they want to be in America and, like and they're, they're like, like what the fuck is this like and they're like my hundred thousand year tribe like mm-hmm. all this history that i have that you're not a part of but technically we all are a part of mm-hmm. like there is a culture like i'm connected to because i'm jamaican no matter where you go as a jamaican you're always seen as a jamaican mm-hmm. like that's why the jdos movement jamaican descendants of slavery mm-hmm. is a thing and the adios movement is a thing now american descendant of slavery we have our own different outlooks on the world and I think we would kindly like it if people stop thinking that we're all the same thing because we don't think the same. Yeah, we don't. That's facts. It, it is facts. It's like that's why all black people ain't for you because just because they look like you mm-hmm. don't mean they for you. Mm-hmm. And all Asians ain't for each other either. Okay. Because Chinese Asians don't treat Filipino Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I same can, way. I can see that. I can see you that. Know? I can see that. <laughs> he was howling. He was like, "Oh!" Yes. I do yes. feel like um. Damn, he really lost my train of thought again. I do. So sorry. Nah, I do feel like um. Uh, fuck! I really had it too. Give me a second. Um, I'm normally not like this. Uh, that dog had yeah, dog howling lost completely lost my train of thought. Oh, I do feel like um the people that were born in the islands know I don't even want because I'm American, I, but I feel like the people in the islands know how to survive better than the people in America. People that were born in America, if that makes sense, because they have to go through so much more and overcome all this different stuff that us as Americans don't necessarily have to, you know, like deal with like a jamaican american and somebody born in jamaica even though they're the same thing they could be going through two different struggles to where the person in america may have a may have like a better a better starting point than a person from jamaica if that makes sense i absolutely agree because like i was born in jamaica and i was born in what i would consider to be to be poverty whether my family considers that or not like i consider it because to america's standard that's what it is Mm -hmm. and like I'm very blessed to have gotten to come over here. I think this is something, it's an opportunity. So when you see other black people come to America and they're working the way they are and they're doing what they do and they see education differently, it's because 
America's hard to get into. It is. And you got to be a person that think like that to get in in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then the, your offspring is going to think like that because that's all you're going to push on them. Exactly. AKA like me and my sisters. And like, it's just when you know poverty and they're so close, like Amer- America coddles people. Mm-hmm. Like even poverty over here sometimes you can find help if you look for it mm-hmm. over there you shit out of love you on your own <laughs> like you gotta you gotta find it <laughs> you claw your way out of it like Big i understand like, i understand completely. i mean i'm sure that there's some sort of help for some people because we live in societies where we help each other we're very family oriented and i think some that's black americans like sometimes you'll find it where like some people are close to each other and then uh, other people in the same neighborhood just don't fuck with you. Uh-huh. When I grew up in a Caribbean neighborhood, you know, I'm from the Caribbean. Almost everybody in my neighborhood is Caribbean. We all watched over each other. See, houses. and I feel like us as a black community, we lost that because I feel like when we were going through the slavery times and everything like that we were all for each other like every like when my parents growing up community was close now i remember she told me a story to where uh um she had it was either her or one of my uncles that got in trouble yeah. the neighbors beat him and then my then, then my, yes. my grandma beat him you ain't doing ain't nobody doing that shit nowadays like you know i'm saying no. like with everybody's just okay that's my family that's that but you're not necessarily close with your neighbors as you was in the past and and i think that was better that that's a better route to go because you have more than one person more than one family keeping you accountable Correct. like you know it's more like okay if i fuck up like i'm getting beat by this neighbor that neighbor and yep. then i said then i'm getting tag teamed by my parents now yep. and, and, and it goes back to where everybody now so a days so afraid to hit their kids i don't have any kids but my kids <laughs> fuck up my kids fuck up they getting their ass beat because that's how i was raised like i'm not about to say and put you in timeout now nah, you getting the belt on your ass and I'm saying that that's what it is, but nowadays everybody's so afraid to get they to get they to, to whoop their child, and I I, I can't even, I would never I couldn't even imagine calling my like what calling C, CPS on my parents where, where I'm gonna live like I'm saying like right. like where I don't understand these kids nowadays like where I'm gonna live like it's okay it's like okay do I just take this ass whooping because I know I fucked up yeah or do I call cps and go to a foster home like i'll give you a story i remember um growing up i went into the sylvan learning center because i wasn't wasn't i was bad in school i just wasn't getting it like most kids was getting especially yeah. come math and other subjects so i went to the sylvan learning center and i was going there and you know you, you had to like get a certain amount of points to get prizes and stuff and i wasn't doing that so i said fuck it i'm about to just go and start stealing stuff so i went in there for like a whole month and a half was just stealing like cards and everything like that like basketball cards and everything and then one day i guess they've been following my trail one day they caught me and then my dad just picked me up i didn't think he knew about it when i told you i got walked every day from i got whooped in the morning like that's how that's how i would wake up they whooped my ass whoop me in the morning when i got home from school they whooped me and then they whooped me again at night. Damn. And it was just like, yo, what am I going to do? Like, oh, I don't want to get beat. I fucked up. I shouldn't have been stealing. Like, I'm saying, like, well, like, I don't understand, like, how, like, okay, you act up in school and your parents decide. Because some parents be like, yo, like, I'm a, you act up. I'm going to whoop you where you stand. I ain't got no problem with it. As long as you're not, like, real abusive, abusive with it. Yeah. But if you want to whoop them, that's, that's, that's your right. You're the one that birthed them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what's best for your child. And I think nowadays this government, this America's gotten so soft. 
like yep. so soft. Like so soft. people, people out here getting whooped with belts. Back in days, you got whooped with a with a with a with a what was Whatever it? Like? Is next yeah, like an iron, <laughs> a, a, a hanger, like a, a a tree branch, or like whatever. Like you know what I'm saying, what what I can't remember what it was where they used to. Uh, the switch there we go the thank switch. you that, yes. i never had it but that that hurt i know it hurts it and hurts. i'm like yo i'd rather get what with the bell and like you know what i'm saying like y'all just people out here just being too sensitive for no reason like if your kid mess up beat they beat they badass that's beat what they, 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 they <laughs> like i'm saying like that's what it's for yes. like you know what i'm saying well, like see there's like okay so i will say this okay my dad barely beat me and i respected my dad like, I still have a very similar story. Like, I was going through my mom's stuff one time because she told me to go get something. And I saw, like, maybe it was, like, 20 or $40. Mm-hmm. And I took it. I went to school the next day. And then I acted like I was rich. I was like, I'm going to buy my school lunch today. My, my teacher. And my teacher was like, uh, excuse me. You're not buying. Because <laughs> you have free lunch. Why would you do that? And then I'd be, I was like, because I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, everybody was like, oh, she rich. <laughs> We're like four. <laughs> and my teacher was like, okay, I'm going to do a convenience call to your parents and be like, who gave her this money? You know, it's not around her birthday. What's going uh-huh. on? And then my mom was like, there was money in my purse and it went missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I did not want to go home. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you one other story. I remember. I did um... not want to go home. I did not. Oh, my dad, so my mom, she was like, oh, I, oh, I'm so mad at you. She just yelled at me, and my dad came home, and he got, like, a wooden spoon. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hold out your hand. And he's like, we don't steal. You can't steal. That's pretty much the difference between life and death. You cannot steal. I don't know, like, when I have to teach you this, but I'm going to teach you this now. And he beat my little hands with that spoon. Damn. And I was like, and then he was like, go to bed. And they kept talking about it after it. They didn't beat me after it, but they kept talking about it after. And I think my dad had better practices when it came to like beating my mom. Just beat uh-huh. me for everything. Uh-huh. Look the wrong way. Beat you. <laughs> beat you. I am not pro that, but I'm pro beating when it's absolutely necessary. Uh-huh. And I think parents are lacking in a lot of places because parents aren't parenting children anymore. Like discernment is lacking in our children that's facts it's just that's facts. Fact. that's that's straight facts i remember uh i was um i had this how I, I, I can't remember i don't know if it was like english class or something mm-hmm. and like i the homework wasn't bad i just didn't want to do it then the teacher decided she wanted to leave out the the, te- the, the teacher's manual with all the answers so my little badass took it i took it home for like three days i was chilling mm-hmm. and then my mom just one day happened to be nosy and go in my book bag, and she saw it. So she played it off, just sat there and just uh, made my favorite meal in the mornings was cream of wheat. And the next thing you know, that ring finger hit, pop! Damn that! Oh, I was I was grounded for like two weeks. I had to, I had to. She 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 went to school to 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 bring it back in front of me and was like, I'm sorry, my son did this. And she was, I was wondering where it went. And now, like, I can't be trusted in school. It was all bad. But once again, my badass did it. Yeah. That was my fault. Like you know what I'm saying, like I can't sit there and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna call CPS because you hit me." Like, yeah. Once again, where the fuck I'm gonna go? Well, my question is, did you learn from that? Because like my biggest thing now is like, as I think about children, I think about them all the time because I definitely want to have children. But my thing is, is like, how would I approach it? Because I know my culture is big on beating children. Uh-huh. 
And I feel like it does create a lot of mental health issues if it's done wrong. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I agree with you 100%. If it is done wrong. Yeah. So I'm like, you got to know, like, for me, I'm like, I don't want... Because I know sometimes my mom just got mad and she took a lot of anger See, that's also me. the same thing. My parents always made it a point where it was a couple times my parents were really pissed at me. Yeah. They told me, go to bed. You'll get your boy beaten in the morning because if I beat you today, I might kill you by accident. So it all depends on knowing your limits. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to take so much anger out on your kid to where, like, it's it's a wrap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You may seriously injure them and affect their mental state at the same time when okay i know my child messed up but i know i'm too angry to beat them so let me just go to sleep calm down beat them in the morning and that's the worst because i'd rather just get my beating right then and there but when i gotta sit there and think about it knowing you about to beat me and wait the whole day or a couple of days so you get ready oh that's torture that's yeah. a, that's absolutely torture you know what's crazy is that we're talking so often about like uh right now we're talking about fathers mm-hmm. and like one of the reasons why I'm big on hypergamy and hypergamy hypergamy by the way is the act of marrying someone in a class above you. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. So like it, for all that it's worth it's just dating someone that has more means than you. Mm-hmm. And ha- is a part of a family that's a higher family than you Correct. are. So coming, me being someone who is from a poor family, it would just not benefit me at all to marry a poor man. Correct. Because I would be confining my children to a life that that's not what my family brought me here for. Mm-hmm. I have way too many options out here to just be picking Joe Smo mm-hmm. that can't help me. But at the same time, I also believe that I'm valuable. Mm-hmm. There's value in some people. There's value in all people. Let me restate that. There's value in all people. But I believe that... as a, I, Let me say this. As a woman... I don't want to do things by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in independence if I have to be, but that's not what I want for myself. That's not what I want for my child. My mom taught me how to be independent, but that's not what I want. And I feel like too often, black women are pigeonholed into being independent because our men don't want to take care of us and provide for us the way that they should. And it's very hard, and I can say that it is hard for our men in society. But I do believe that, like, it's hard for a lot of people mm-hmm. in different situations for different reasons. And it's kind of weird because I also have an idea that when a man doesn't want to take care of a child, he should not have to take care of a child. Women have abortion. There are some men that are not a part of their children's lives and never will be. And those men were not ready for children. And I do believe that if we allow women to have the right to say, I'm not ready for a child, either I'm too young, I'm too this, I'm too that, I believe men should have the same say, which is very contradicting to my first thing. But I I, I honestly believe that I'm libertarian. So I mm-hmm. believe people are supposed to be able to choose what type of life they want for themselves. And that should stand alone for who they are. I... I used to be to where you get a girl pregnant, you got to take care of your kid. And I'm still like that to a certain extent. But listening to Dave Chappelle's latest stand-up, I agree with him. He was like, I don't feel like we should have any control over what women do with their bodies. If women want to get an abortion, 
that's that, that's hundred percent. But also, like Dave Chappelle said, if you want to get an abortion and you know he don't necessarily want to take care of the child, then he should have the he should have the right to sign over. He should have the ability to sign over all his rights. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. Like me personally. If I get a girl pregnant, I'm gonna take care of it just because I, I'm in a two, I'm from a two parent well, household. Exactly. That's your quality. Exactly. But also at the same time, it's like it's certain instances to where, like where, women say they're going to, women say they're going to get an abortion, and then he planned for it. He, you know, what I'm saying he, he's expecting you to get an abortion, and then you don't get an abortion, and now he's stuck with like, oh well, we really didn't want the child to begin with, and now you had a mom behind to change to keep it. Why should I feel like I should raise it when you we came to an agreement to where we were going to get an abortion? And I agree with hundred percent. It's like women have all the say so, all the say so. But when but us men don't, we just got to sit there and no, need it. Not and you know what's crazy is because I like it's crazy because like in the fact of pigeonholing black women into a corner of being that independent woman and being the provider and the breadwinner winner for their family there's no reprieve for that uh-huh. you don't get no award <laughs> for exactly. that like and it's i mean i guess it's for both of us like for men and women you don't get no reward for that but like for a man it's supposed to like a man in my eyes this is me you don't have to be a father to be considered a man. But I do believe that fatherhood is a huge part of being a man. Uh-huh. Uh, the want and need to protect and keep something of yours and make something for yourself. And, you know, put your stamp on the world, not even a child. I'm talking about projects and, you know, things that you can add to your society because that makes you feel like an integral part of uh-huh. your society. And I feel like... Uh, men are not born into manhood men become men correct women are born into womanhood we have this we wake up one morning and we like mother nature takes hold of us <laughs> and ain't no going back from that mm-hmm. but there is a process for a man to feel like he is a man and to become well-rounded in his manhood and i believe that him taking the reins of his family well, it makes him feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes him feel valuable, and it makes him want to stay. And if a woman loves her man, like I don't believe in hypergamy as far as like, oh, you know, date some old guy and take his money. I absolutely believe in love. Mm-hmm. I believe in love. I believe in pushing men to be better. I believe in all that jazz. I just believe that we have to, we have to like think about our children when we're dating. We can't just date because of just just because. Of no, I agree with you. I, I do agree with you because we're going to touch on that. Then I'm going to go back into the abortion. I agree 100 percent because yeah. nowadays, like I lost my virginity late. So I lost when I was 22 and I'm 30 now. So like now that when I'm having sex with people. Well, let me put this out there. I don't be having sex with anybody, so I don't want really to seem like I'm a hoe because I'm not. I'm not but a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but it's like okay, when I'm having sex with somebody, I'm like, all right, it could be potentially to where something happens and I could potentially have a kid with somebody. Yeah, I take all that into consideration. Do I want to have a kill with this person? Because if I don't have a kill with you, 9 out of 10, I'm not having sex with you. Just because of the simple fact to where, like, it's only one instance 
where I had sex with somebody and I really didn't want to have a kid with them and I thought she was pregnant and thank I thank God every day that she wasn't because my life would be a living hell because yeah. she don't work so it would have been yeah she's taking care of the kid while I'm at work but yeah. I'm taking care of everything financially me so personally I have, I have a question go ahead, go ahead you said me personally what were you gonna follow up me personally I just don't feel like <clears throat> I me personally I just don't feel like the man should take care of every single thing if that makes sense so I wouldn't date somebody that doesn't have nothing going for themselves to where they can contribute to something in a relationship. Like if I if I have to literally I want I want to say like this like if I have to literally like take care of everything because you don't work like you every all the incomes is dependent on me 100%, I wouldn't be in a relationship like that. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Like you got to bring some type of even if even if I'm paying all the major things, you paying the small things like maybe like, you know, the lights or the phone bill. Or something. Because you want your woman to have responsibility. Correct, yes. I want you to be able to be dependent in case something happens to me. You know how to take care of yourself. Not to where it's just, oh, something happened to me and I pass away or I go to jail or God forbid anything happens to me. You're like, oh, what do I do? How do I? Because you you've been dependent on me your whole life, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, I, mean, I absolutely think it makes sense. I'm not out here trying to say that women don't have to have something for themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that too often black women choose men that... Black women are hypogamous. A lot of black women are hypogamous. It means that you date either lower class than you are. Because like I hear this from black guys that date white women a lot. Per se. Let me say it like that. Like, they're <laughs> saying like they, they usually say... I'm a good quality man. Black women don't want to look at me. They don't want to talk to me. They want Tyrone. They want a hood guy. There's some truth in that. Somebody that is like domineering because Mm -hmm. hyper masculinity is so much in our culture. But hyper masculinity doesn't equal an income. Exactly. Like (laughs) it doesn't equal an income. So hypogamy does nothing for you hypogamy actually probably will leave you with taking care of a child by yourself Mm -hmm. because he can't pay child support like child support is a whole nother conversation in and of itself oh no we're gonna get in that we definitely gonna get into that like when you are dating a guy like when you have a baby for a man who don't have anything he can't give your children anything exactly that's facts and it's sad because it's just it, it is what it is just like if you don't have anything you can't give your children anything. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, when you come, when you were talking about dating a, a woman that can't really, well, you wouldn't really date her because, you know, she stays at home. My thing is, is the fact that I don't believe that just because you don't work, you don't contribute. See, my whole thing is, I don't mean by like staying at home. My whole thing is like, she had nothing going for herself. Like, so when we were like fucking or whatever, mm-hmm. she didn't have a job. Everything was dependent on me to make sure that she was straight. And that's why I was looking at her. I said, "Yo, I gotta stop fucking her because if she gets <laughs> pregnant. Gotta it's gonna be the same way, and I'm gonna be too stressed out because now not only do I gotta worry about me, worry about you, and I gotta worry about the kid. You yeah. know, what I'm saying everything depending on me. Like, so therefore, like, I would look at it basically like I'm a single, like I'm a single mom. I would just be a single dad financially. Like, yeah, I'll be taking care of everything myself. But think about it, like." If you think about it, maybe it's just because you're not like there. You weren't at that point there yet to like take care of a family. Like that's that could equally be true. Like if you could not take care of a family, you just can't take care of a family. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like I I don't know. Like 
there it's very hard to make more money because of the economy we have mm-hmm. right now. Correct. It is not out here for men. Right now, men are not making good income. And people keep saying that uh, men make more than women do. But that's because you're comparing all of men's jobs to all of the jobs women do. Correct. And by far, men work harder, like jobs that are very difficult and get paid a lot more money in mm-hmm. comparison. So, like, when you are a guy that's always busy, who's going to take care of your family if she's busy, too? Correct. I, I agree with that to a certain extent. I just feel like in that particular situation... There's plenty of jobs out here. You trying to tell me you can't get one? Like, if that makes sense? Like, you well, can't no, get one? what I'm saying one? is, like, it depends on what you're looking for mm-hmm. in a woman. Because, like, if you're a busy man, right, like, and you're making good money, you want your woman to be home when you come home. You want to see your woman. You don't want her to be like, oh, I got this job that pays me $14 an hour. And I really want to dedicate my life to this job that pays me $14 an hour and stresses me out. And we got two kids that we got to take care of. And we're paying $1,000 a month <laughs> to put these kids in daycare. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're only making a couple extra hundred dollars on top of just daycare. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if, <laughs> I, guess you, I, I guess I see where you're coming from. Because if I had the means, like, like, I've always told myself whoever I marry until they start school my my wife is staying home until they start school then after that she wants to go back to work she go back to work because i'm i'm not paying for daycare i just i i, I, I absolutely it's, it's, will not pay for it, it's too much <laughs> and not only that but like i gotta think about like like i okay i will pay for a daycare if i know my child is getting a very good education mm-hmm. at that daycare you have to show me that you can produce a better quality child that i can produce and all of my mom's kids like i've helped raise my my sisters and like they're all good readers we mm-hmm. read to them all the time they're good with history they're good with math like we don't just sit at home with our kids we teach our kids those are our investments so that's what i'm saying this is a different conversation when someone's in a dating pool mm-hmm. than when you're talking about marriage because you don't want to date a girl that you, you got to do everything for her. But when it comes to marriage, no matter what, a woman will have to put their life on hold when she gets pregnant. That's facts. That is facts. Like, so, like, it will be, you'll feel really insecure as a man if you can't help your family when she needs you the most. I, I, I agree with you on that. I do agree with you on that. And then for the first two years of your child's life, you got to think about, like, do you, like, want her actively involved when you got, like, I, I, I agree with you. Not everybody wants a girl that has no accolades. Maybe someone wants somebody that has, you know, like an education because that's what they want. There is nothing wrong with that. So I guess what I was trying to say is, like, basically, it doesn't mean a whole bunch if you don't work but if you have nothing going for yourself that's my main issue mm-hmm. like if you have like no education like she had no education no job and i'm just like lord like really and wasn't trying to wasn't trying to get that either like she wasn't trying to uh she wasn't trying to progress in life i guess if that makes sense that was the problem that i really had with it like it's one thing if you only got a high school degree but you're trying to either like start your own business or do or do whatever else you want to do but to where it's just strictly to where you're content on just being that 
where you're at in life, I'm, I'm that's that's where I'm not with. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like if you're you're because you're hypogamous. I mean, you're hyper hypergamous. You're hypergamous. You're a man that believes that your woman has to be at least of equal class of you or higher. I wouldn't say equal class in me or higher, but you gotta at least uh, you gotta at least want better for yourself. If that makes sense. Like, so let's say, for example, I'm dating a girl and she has nothing going for herself, like absolutely nothing going for herself to where she just sits at home all day, doesn't want to apply for a job, just chill with not really having any income. If you're constantly going to be like that, then I can't talk to you because I'm all about to where I'm all, I'm all about the progression, if that makes sense. Correct. Like you we, want a team like you want a power. You're a power couple type man. Yes. OK, I can see that. Yes. There ain't nothing wrong with a power yes. couple, Correct. couple type man. I'm just telling you what I like. Because <laughs> 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 right. you know? like I like I sometimes dream about being like in a power couple, like where you're just like killing it and my husband's killing it and you know you come together and you're killing it so I, I can see that too it's just as a like my only thing is as a woman i just believe that like too often we allow men that cannot provide for our children to give us babies i agree with you on that so i'm gonna say this and then i'm gonna we're gonna take a quick break so we can hear a word from my sponsors um so i'm of the mindset to where like even if my wife doesn't work I'm going to set her up with some type of home business to where she's still generating revenue. Because I always look at things in the bigger picture. If anything will happen to me, I need to make sure that she's straight. She has money coming in, not from me, but from her own you income like as insurance? well. Like, I'm not even talking about life insurance. <laughs> like, I have that, but I'm not even talking about life insurance. Like, I'm just talking about like... Like, cough, cough. If you have good life insurance, when you pass away, your wife won't have to worry about anything. Correct. But I'm always at a mindset of where to just because maybe it's just because how I was raised Correct. to where I want to make sure my kids understand the value of like of work and, and how to survive out here in this cold world that we in. So therefore, if like I'm saying, like I've seen my mom work mm-hmm. and I've seen my dad work mm-hmm. and I see how they work as a team. And that's how I would like my relationship to be to where even if like I'm bringing in most of the income, but you are bringing in some income and you do want to help out. I'm cool with that as Mm -hmm. opposed to just to where, okay, he's the man he's paying for literally everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm just stacking my money up. That's where I differ at because then what are you doing? Correct. If that makes sense. No, for real. And that has nothing to like, uh, not working has nothing to do with hypergamy. It's only about dating someone that, is in the higher class mm-hmm. so i'm a hundred percent a team player okay like if my husband ever fell on his face you better know what's up ready player two see exactly <laughs> that's that's exactly i feel you on that i feel you on that we ready player two. <laughs> <laughs> this is jamaican blood we like we gonna hustle we're always gonna hustle i just can't be somebody that make excuses mm-hmm. for anybody that i'm dating okay. i'm not dating anymore i'm married yes so exactly it makes sense, like. exactly all right so we're gonna take a break we're gonna hear a word from our sponsors and then after that we're gonna get into the abortion child support uh topic because i definitely want to i definitely want to touch on that all right so abortion child support we touched on it a little bit mm-hmm. um i like look the older i get like so all right so one of our one of the people we both know told a story to where uh they were having ca- uh, this guy and his girls having casual sex. The condom broke. He, they both agreed to get the Plan B pill. She changed her mind and then told 
his family and his friends before he told him like months later that she was pregnant with twins with his baby and now he's on child support that's all the way fucked up because if we both agree on something and then you don't do it i'm stuck now paying child support for some kids that i did it that we both didn't want originally and now i'm stuck paying the bill and you're wondering why oh why don't you want why don't you want to be in a life because we both agreed to get to get rid of it like i don't even want to sound harsh but we both agreed to you know Take the pill to not get pregnant, and now you're pregnant, and you're wondering why I'm mad as fuck. Cause you just basically betrayed my trust. Like, and then you wonder why I don't want to take. That's probably the only. That might be the only reason why I don't take care of a kid if some shit happened to me like that. Cause I will be low key pissed. Like, I'll eventually probably be like, all right, fuck it, I'm a man up and take care of my responsibility. But at the same time, it wasn't like it's. It's a touchy subject. Cause it's one thing if. Let's say me and this me and a, me and a random girl have sex, and then we both. Or let's say me and me and a girl I'm dating have sex. We we agree to you know try to get pregnant, and then she's thinking I'm going to be there, and last minute I back out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I can see where you know women would get mad over that because you know we both agreed on it, then we backed out. But if we both know for a fact. That I don't, that we both didn't want the baby. Then last minute you had to change your heart and you didn't consult me mm-hmm. about it. And then you didn't at least give me the, uh, at least to let me voice my opinion. Because at the end of the day, I really, like you said, men don't have say so in what we do with abortions. Like we're not the one carrying the, carrying the baby. It's on y'all. If y'all don't have, even if you, even if we don't want you to get an abortion and you get an abortion, it's, it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, it's like a double standard because, it's a double standard. because if I'm telling you keep it and, you say, nah, fuck it, I'm getting rid of it. There's nothing I can do about that. Do but about then it. if I'm telling you to get rid of it and you want us to keep it, I got to come out of my pocket and pay child support now because of the simple fact that you wanted to keep it and it's, it's somewhat of a selfish act Correct. that you wanted to keep it and I didn't want to keep it and now I'm paying child support for some kids that I didn't necessarily want because we didn't have this talk about it together. Correct. That's why I really feel like what Dave said, like it needs to be a rule to where if you want to keep it, that's cool, but the man should be able to sign away his rights. For sure. As opposed to just, oh, you know, now all of a sudden, like, where I'm paying child support, I should be able to sign away my rights. Yeah. You want to keep it, that's on you, but I don't want to be a part of, I don't want to be a part of life, because that's not what we discuss. That's not, well, you know what, I feel as if, like, as a woman, hello, I am a woman, um, <laughs> as a woman who strongly want, like, who strongly has an opinion about choosing the men who she has a child with, like, cause you know, when I was a kid, I, I, I did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. My opinion. Other people were like, "That's too fast. <laughs> you going too fast." You know, so like, I've, I've had my moments where I've been like, "Oops," but then I was like, "You know what?" I being put in those positions made me realize how much I don't want to have a child for a man who can't take care of my child. That's facts. It's facts. Like I want my child to have a father. Mm -hmm. Like I have values. Like people who don't have values get whatever life throws at them. Yeah. But it goes back to what you were saying to where like, if you choose to have sex with a no good nigga, like, do you really think that he's going to change when you have the baby? Like, no, no. <laughs> like he's not going to change. Just like with men, if you choose to have sex with a woman that's going to like, cause there's not all women are like this, but I do feel like there are some telltale signs. Like, 
I remember I almost got a girl pregnant once. And um, we thought she was pregnant. And she was like, I'll abort this baby. I don't want to have it. And I wasn't down for abortion. But I'm like, if you want to abort it, that's less of a headache for me. Because I already know you really don't want it. And I don't want it to feel like you holding this baby. There are, there are some telltale signs to where a woman, where I just, I feel like us men, we don't really, we're so blinded by pussy to where we're not actually, to, <laughs> to where to where we're not actually seeing the telltale signs of oh maybe this woman is toxic maybe she will hold this baby over my over my head as opposed to working as a team if that makes sense correct because like there are some women like let's be real there are toxic men and there are toxic women correct society has a different standard for women than they do for men Mm -hmm. toxic masculinity is held on a pitchfork yep riding through town Mm -hmm. and toxic femininity is kind of brushed under the rug yeah and and it's 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 not healthy because like um when it comes to like child support there are men on child support it's called an equitable father it means that even if you are not the father i heard about this that shit pisses me off you have to take care of financially take care of that child for the courts and the courts don't care if you're not the father so you can like even prove that the child isn't yours and the courts will be like well you're the only father we see so you're gonna well, let's talk about that because that shit pisses me off all the way like it's so much of a double standard like we were talking about this for on the phone mm-hmm. to where like there are women out here that get tons of chances and prove that they are not uh fit to be a mom for real and courts give them chance after chance after chance after chance after chance but it could be a guy that let's just say sold some weed got caught went to jail and he's actually a better fit as a parent than the mom and they'd be like no we won't give you custody like, we give women time and time and time and time again, chance after chance after chance after chance after chance, and everything's going in their favor. Everything is going in our favor. I mean, like, I'm not going to say that. I, I, You know what it is, though? Is I The reason why I'm standing out and I'm saying, again, like, I'm saying the things that I am saying is not because I hate women, and it's not because I hate children. Children, I don't hate children. And I also... I've researched into adoption. I believe that it is a choice that my family will be making. We'll have our own children and we'll have adoptive children Mm -hmm. because I care about children that much. Mm -hmm. But what I will say is that like, it's not, there is a double standard. Like women are allowed to hit men. Yes. Hit men, abuse men. And there are less resources out there for men than women. Uh, one the, Yesterday I had a conversation with a, with a black man who was like, um, well, my friend posted, who was a woman, posted on Facebook, black women are out here doing so much for black men and not getting anything in return. And then the guy posted, he was like, well, we can have a conversation about this because black women hurt men all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have a lot of hurt feelings towards black women. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just how black women feel about black men. It's also about black men and how they feel towards their mothers. That's facts. Because we can we can start the conversation out on dating, but it has a lot to do with black mothers and the types of abuse that we let in our households. The types of abuse and then also on top of that, like I feel like... And I, I'm just going off of what I see because I've I'm not, I've never been in this situation, but I do feel like 
there are a lot of single moms that have black sons that project basically okay now you're the head of the household yeah or they're like i'm a single woman i'm independent i don't need no man and these little boys are like but i'm a man <laughs> exactly like you know what i'm saying like you it's like you're you're conflicting it like yo like <laughs> like i legit i have a strong belief that men are like an integral part to our society when like and i understand i'm gonna say this black men need to step up like black women need to become hypergamous because we need to set a standard for our men to be better and i do i do feel like uh, i will say this i do feel like i agree where you're coming from as as the rise of the black woman is happening to where they become more independent and making more money than us, us black men, we just became complacent. Like, okay. Complacent as hell. Like, oh, oh, you want to do that? I'm going to let you. I'm not even, I'm going to let you. That's what I'm saying. And then, and then like the black women have let this happen to where now it's like, we want y'all to step up. And it's like, well, you saying you don't need a man, and we can we are perfectly fine not with you, that. yeah, with, with, with not being that, with yes. you doing whatever what, what you wanted to do, yeah. and now you want me to be a man. Well, I haven't been a man in like five years, like so now yeah. it's like I don't know how to do it no more. Yeah, but you know what? It's crazy because how do you know you knew how to? Well, you you had a father, mm-hmm. but how does those men even know? How do those men even know that they even can do it? No, I because agree with you. You learn how to be a man from other men. Correct. It's a societal thing. Correct. Uh, black men need to be present for their sons and mm-hmm. not in a way of hypermasculinity because uh, black men push hypermasculinity a lot. And that's a shelter mechanism. Like I said, that's a safe mechanism uh-huh. because, you know, black men are seen out of all men to be more masculine. Mm-hmm. So we have to push that all the time. And sometimes they utilize that to be at the head of the pack. Of other men and then they bring that shit home mm-hmm, correct like to our children correct. and then the, the children have to try and regurgitate that how many women you fucking today <laughs> many, like, like, like this is crazy you can't like you we have to teach our men to respect our women but we also have to teach our men to love themselves i do i, I agree with 100 i want to go back to the child support real quick because yeah. i do feel like with the child support like I said, everything goes in a woman's favor and they hold that over a man's head. Like I know women who have great, they're, they're great dads to their kids, but put them on child support because he does not want to be with you no more. I know. Just because of the fact that he does not want to be with you no more, I'm going to put you on child support. Put, and you know what's crazy is y'all can't have a deal amongst yourselves exactly. getting the courts involved. Exactly. Because once you get the courts involved, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like, did you know, did you know that any point in time there are $50,000, I mean, 50,000 people in the American prison that are in the prison because of child support? It's, it's, it's sad. 50,000 people at any point of time is in prison or jail for child support mm-hmm. and like uh, uh, so child support was supposed to be used to keep to keep children out of poverty mm-hmm. but many of the children who are the most affected by poverty don't even get paid what they're supposed to because their fathers can't produce it because they're poor we, we can also talk about this like i feel like america has done such a good job at splitting the black family up because because you're on section eight but if you're on section eight you can't have your husband there you can't you can't have your boyfriend there and so now it's like they're basically training you as to where 
you don't need a man. Well, how about this? If you want food stamps, you got to put your baby daddy on child support. Or you got to tell the government you don't know where he at. Exactly. That's crazy. But then I also heard at the same time. He, I know a woman who was on child support, was making really good money, was on child, well, well was getting food stamps. Mm-hmm. The moment he started paying child support, they took her off food stamps. Yep. And it's like, you can't win. You cannot It's win. like, why can I, why can I not get food stamps and still get child support from the government? Exactly. Like, yeah, well, see, that's why I'm like... See, I've been slowly moving into a more libertarian mindset. I'm still a baby libertarian. (laughs) But I believe that, like, people should be independent of, like, the government. You should be able to take care of yourself. And you should be able to defend yourself. And you should be able to be educated enough to defend yourself in an argument or a fight. Period. That's just... And it also goes here. Like, if I wanted to get food stamps, I know for a fact I couldn't. I would get such a low amount. I wouldn't but, get food stamps either. I wouldn't even be looked at for food stamps. But it's people to where so basically trying to say is, okay, so if we're just barely surviving, we can't get really no type of government assist, uh, assistance. But it's these people out here who are doing nothing, getting all the money. But So basically I'm paying my tax dollars for them, but I can't get no help. But I'm out here actually working, trying to survive. Like the system is fucked up. Great question. I mean, great, great statement. Great statement. Because you know what? I think that. As we talk about child support and money and who gets money from who and where the money goes to, we also should talk about child support accountability. Like, where does that money go? And if the government is so involved into where that money goes, you know, they take taxes out of child Uh support. You got to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes more than child support itself, especially if you don't make anything. Exactly. And then, like, the money that you give, if you are giving... It can go anywhere. There's no accountability. Exactly. And then on top of that, child support doesn't guarantee that you're going to be able to see your child anyway. Exactly. So it's like. So I'm paying child support and I can't guarantee that I'm going to see my child. It, it, I couldn't understand why men get frustrated because mm-hmm. it's like I'm giving you this money. Like it's, it's been it's, it's been this debate going on for a while to where like there should be, like you said, some type of trail of where the money's being spent because if i'm paying child support and then you turn around and you asking me for more money mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing with half of my check true true <laughs> like like what are you doing true, with true. what because that's basically half of my check what are you doing with half of my check yep. like there are some women that feel now there are women out here that will try to put you on that will try to work with you mm-hmm. and then that doesn't happen and then you go on child support i feel no sympathy for that mm-hmm. but if you just put a nigga on child support because y'all didn't work out or just because you mad at him. Like, I'm not saying all women, but some women do some irrational shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they be like, all right. They use women, children as weapons. Thank you. They really do use children as weapons for no particular reason. And you know what's funny? I mean, not even funny. It's not funny at all. Let me rephrase that. What's scary is that it hurts the children. It does. It hurts the children. And then it just makes it's it's been studied that men that are on child support that don't get to see their children are so dissuaded from paying child support mm-hmm. that sometimes they fall into depression not only because they don't get to see their children and be a part of their children's lives but they're losing all their income they just stop working altogether yeah just stop working fuck it fuck it i'm not i'm not getting the money anyway and then not only that but like a woman could also after the child is 4 years old go to the court and be like yep 
this person first and last name is the child's father no genetic no G- dna test at all and now you have to pay back taxes mm-hmm. for a child that you didn't even know existed uh, yep I've, I've heard of you exist i've heard <laughs> i've heard of stories like that like the, the, the system got to get better because my whole thing is you i even know certain situations to where like for example a man and woman got married the man divorced the woman only had one kid by her, but he's paying child support for three children. My whole point is, if I birth, well, I feel like you should only pay child support for the people that you make, if that makes sense. So therefore, if if we if I if I if we get married and you have two kids of your own and then we make two, I shouldn't have to pay child support for my two. I should have the option to pay child support for the other two if I want to pay for it. But mm-hmm. I shouldn't be demanded. At the end of the day, granted, I married you, but those—that's not—that's not my blood. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like that's—that's that's not my blood. So now I got to pay child support for some kids that yes, I love them, but technically they're not mine. So yeah. how you was taking care of them before I came in should be how you taking care of them after I leave. If I leave, well, and then there's another perspective on that as well. Think about if you were married to a woman and she got pregnant. And the child is not yours. The child is still legally yours. It's, and you will have to pay child support it, I for I can't that stand child. that rule either. Like when I found that out, I was my boy. I was like, hold up. So a woman can lie to me. Yep. Tell me that it's my kid. Yeah. I find out it's not my kid. Yeah. And I still got to pay child support. And she don't go to jail for that. That's the, the, that's some bullshit. <laughs> and that's perjury. That's it should be like if you know that you had sex with multiple men around the time. Everyone should be aware of the child's birth. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Because children deserve to know who their fathers are. But honestly, when it comes to, like I said before, when it comes to the child support thing, as far as men being able to sign away their rights, I just, in the post-abortion era that we live in, where women can decide whether they want to make their child, whether they want to give children access to the world, because technically we are the gatekeepers of Mm -hmm. birth. If someone's alive, it's because of us. Correct. Not tooting women's horns, but, you know, we are the gatekeepers. And, like, if a, if a man is not allowed, which I don't believe he should, men should not be telling women if they could have abortion I or not. I agree with you 100%. I believe if you're in a relationship, it should be talked about. Correct. Because I don't really, I'm not a big person, like, as a married woman, I've read posts on Reddit about other married women who just have abortions and don't tell their husbands until after the abortion because they don't think it's right. I'm not down for that. I would be pissed. Like, even if I I have a girl and, like, she's pregnant and I don't know about it till like, four months in. Yeah. The fuck was you doing for these three months? Like, why didn't you tell me? Like, because that changes my whole mindset. Because at this point, like, for example... I was uh, talking to this one girl a couple years ago, maybe a year or two ago, and um, we were trying to have a baby, and we thought she was pregnant. And at that point, for for a while, it looked like she was. Like we took the test, and she said she was. My whole mindset changed. So I'm like, all right, bet I gotta get another job. I gotta work two jobs, save up, try to get as much debt as I can. Also save up to make sure that when we have this baby, we're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't sit there and be like, oh, four months in, I'm pregnant. So now my whole mind, I may not be in a good space. Now my whole mindset got to change as opposed to just telling me off rip. Like, and then I've heard of situations to where, like, a guy gets pregnant and I guess they stop talking. And she don't tell him after the baby's born. Could be like a year. Hey, you have a kid. Like, yeah. The fuck? The, the, the 
fuck like yeah like yo like that is absolutely wild and like us men like we're we we we, there's nothing we can do about it nothing there's not a damn thing we can do about it and the courts make it so that you don't even have a you don't even have a choice like you don't have a choice like but you know what i I do believe that men men's rights falling so far behind is because men are somewhat afraid to defend themselves Mm mm-hmm and on top of that, men need to come together as a group and be like, hey, this isn't fair. I agree with you 100%. Like, this isn't fair. Like, um, now, like, as far as, like, I, like, I guess someone might ask me, why would you support a man walking away from a child and not taking care of a child? My dad wasn't always a part of my life. And my mom made it very clear that as a, as a good mother that she is, no matter what happens, she's going to love us and she's going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. We're going to be lacking at nothing. And that's what I saw as a woman. So, A, I don't mess with men can, that can't mess with me. I mean, that can't help me take care of my family because I don't want to live the life my mom was living. And B, I know that if I did mess up like that, I'm not knocking on your door at three o'clock in the morning, asking you for money for this, asking you for money for that, making you shame me because you don't want to be a part of my child's life. Exactly. It's shameful. It makes you, it makes a woman feel really bad. I remember times when my mom used to cry and I don't think that's fair. I absolutely don't think that's fair. And I'm not saying I'm letting men like my dad off, but what I'm saying is, Technically, they wouldn't have been there anyways. Mm-hmm. He ain't never sh- like he showed up for me way more than he showed up for the rest of my siblings. So I'm going to say that firstly, like I should be grateful. Mm-hmm. But like that shouldn't even be a statement. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, <laughs> I agree you know? with you. I agree with you. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like I do. Like it's just it, like everything we talked about today is just so on point because I be else we have any same issues to where like. I see moms who are struggling and I'm like, but you have three babies by three different baby daddies. Like, did it not fucking click? And none of them are helping. Thank you. Like, did it not click? Like, yo, like the fuck was you doing? Yeah. Well, my thing is, is like, you got to understand you don't make decisions just for yourself. Your children are affected by these things. And people don't be thinking about their children when they make, when they make decisions. They don't like there was this one girl I used to talk to. A long way before, probably right, right around the time I lost my virginity, a little bit before it, when I was 22. And she had a kid, and she was struggling, and she fucked around and got pregnant. And she asked the, the, the dad if, because she didn't have the money, so she asked him for the abortion money. He said he wasn't going to do it. So she made the decision to carry the baby and put it up for adoption. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a smart decision. Because you can, you you know, deep down, you cannot take care of the kid that you're carrying. Yes, it's a hard choice. And yes, you may regret it. But also at the same time, like, I see where the older I get, I see where the parents are coming from. I would rather you be taken care of by somebody who take care of you than to struggle with me your whole life. Correct. And then hopefully as you get older, you can understand. Because kids may not always understand, but also at the same time, it's what I rather, I would rather have you have a better chance to succeed than to be struggling with me your whole life. Because it's, it is rare, very rare for the average American who is struggling with a kid to get pregnant and have another kid 
and to get out of struggling unless your kid is in some type of sports or media, if that makes sense. Actually, you ba- you barely can put your children in sports if you're struggling. Mm. Like, it's, it costs money to have your kids yeah, It does. My it really does. My stepmother paid $5,000 for her, for my, my stepsister to just play one sport. <sighs> you know, so it's like sports are expensive. Children in itself are expensive. But that's why we give women the right and the choice to mm-hmm. be like, this is not my time. And I believe that people should talk about adoption more often. And abortion should not be the first place we go to. Because mm-hmm. as someone who has been looking into adoption... Kids cost a lot of money. They do. They cost $40,000 plus. You can say that there's the public sector where you can get a child that has been placed. But actually, A, um, most of those children are older. So if you're a young family looking for a child, you might get a child closer to your age. Mm -hmm. You know, that's I I guess that's fine. You know, I'm 25. If I get a 12-year-old, they're closer to my age. (laughs) You know, like, if you want a baby... You pay for them. You pay a heavy amount of money for them. Like, and you can say that people are biased when they're adopting children and older children don't get adopted, but you got to be a special type of person to adopt an older child that has gone through trauma. Exactly. Um, As opposed to where as a baby, you're starting off fresh. You starting off fresh. And not only that, but um, mothers that choose to give their babies up for adoption, um, Families will pay you, pay all your bills, pay all your gas, pay for everything. And until my, the and, time and we'll probably break you off some on the side to and where you are not to where you're in a better position. I agree 100 percent. Yeah, like better off, period. Mm-hmm. And there's open adoption. There's closed adoption. Like there are so many forms of adoption. And I'm not I'm just saying if you can't be healthy for your children and you can't choose healthy partners for your children, like. Maybe you should like your children should be in a better place so you can Mm -hmm. break a family curse. I do feel like also like if you are going to I do feel like this. If you are going to give your kid up for adoption, right, Mm -hmm. then you should be able to. I want to say a closed adoption, but an open adoption to where they're able to send you pictures and check up on them. But it shouldn't be you in a better position. Oh, now I want my kid back. It can't, it can't work like that. It can't, it work, can't like that. work like that. Like maybe down the line, I feel like, for example, let's say, for example, me and this one girl have a kid. I want to keep it, but she doesn't because she knows that we're not ready. And it was just it, it to where we need to be in life. We wouldn't be there. Correct. So we decided to give it up for adoption to this, this white family that wants to have a, that, that, that's wants a baby correct yeah and, and can't produce or whatever yeah they pay for everything we come to the agreement look if you want to tell them that they're you're not the real parents that's fine you can send us pictures see how they're progressing everything like that but at least when they get old enough to where they want to know about us we should be able to tell them this is why we gave you up or this is why we put you in a better position because we couldn't handle it at that time. Because I do feel like when it comes to adoption, there is a whole lot of fear that, okay, their parents are going to come back for them and, and try to take them back. Mm-hmm. Basically, thank you for doing all the hard work. Now I'm going to come in and think I'm just be a mom. But it don't work like that because at that point, the child is very resentful. Like, why did you give me up? So why are you coming back now? Well, open adoption allows you to have the access to your child sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on who, like, so there's power in choosing the people who get to keep your baby. Correct. Because I definitely believe that, uh, like, uh, like I said, I'm a big believer in abortion. If you don't want it, don't have it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not telling you to have a baby, but there are people out there that will love your child, take care of your child and still allow you a, a time and place for your child in space. Exactly. Like they're um, 16 and pregnant had a very good example of a semi open adoption where they got to see their daughter and let her know, you know, they don't not love her. They were just 16 and pregnant mm-hmm. when they had their baby. So they couldn't give her the life that mm-hmm. they can give her little sister. And they're looking at their children, like they're looking at their child grow, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I can, like, I, I think I strongly believe in open adoption mm-hmm. because children have to know the ecosystem that they're born in. You can't just wake up one day and tell them your whole world was a lie. Yeah, exactly. Like as an adoptive parent too, like my, my husband and I spoke about it. We, you know, we want them to know that they're a part of a bigger family. Mm-hmm. The children feel good when they're a part of a bigger family. Exactly. Children don't feel good when you tell them that they were given up because mm-hmm. they did they weren't wanted. Exactly. Yeah. So like it's, I feel is is I I find it to be a a. We have to save children. I don't want to to, I don't want to say that children are not at the forefront of the decisions that people are making. Mm-hmm. Like. I understand that people try the best to get their children and uh, give them the best life that they can, but they live in poverty. I believe that your job as a parent is to give your child the best life that they can, Mm -hmm. whether that means you have them or not. If a father is a better fit for a child, let him be that person and you get your life together. If the mom is a better fit for that child, let her be that and you be that other person. Mm -hmm. But like I said before, I also believe that children that are unwanted by both parents like keeping those children around hurts the child even more correct because you're keeping that child in a toxic space Mm -hmm. release that child from your toxicity and give them to someone who loves and was praying for a baby because you never know that might have been where god have wanted them to be exactly you know i agree with you i Um, agree with you this isn't an attack towards women i love single mothers i wish they weren't single I really because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy task. It, it isn't. And I salute women that do that. I'm. I just. I just know that, like, even for my brothers that have children that they can't take care of, it's very hard to see someone say, "I can't do this," mm-hmm. and everyone in the world be like, "You're evil because you can't do this." Correct. When you kept on saying you didn't want this, mm-hmm. but you had no choice from the jump off. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, man. So we're going to wrap it up. This has been very, uh, a very fun and uh, ruffling of the feathers conversations. Because I don't want people, I'm going to make this really query. Like, I don't want people to think like, I'm all about niggas not being accountable, niggas not doing their job. But also at the same time, like, it gets to the point to where like, if you want to keep the baby and we discussed you getting rid of the baby and then you want to hold me accountable for something that we thought we was getting rid of, I don't really feel like it's necessarily like, oh, now I got to do it because you decided you wanted to be selfish and keep it, if that makes sense. And also at the same time, ladies, unpopular opinion time, also at the same time, we, ladies and men, we just got to be careful about who who the hell we fucking. Yeah, like, and giving it, our children to. Thank you, exactly. We got to be very careful about who the hell we fucking, like I said, everything goes into play. When I'm having sex now, I'm like, okay how do we mesh if we get if we get into arguments are we going to be fine like are we going if 
if we get on hard times, are we going to be okay? Or is she just going to bail with the kids? Is she is she going to be able to raise the kids like I want to raise the kids? Correct. Or it's because it's, it's, it's very hard when two parents don't believe the same thing. I honestly believe that it is very difficult when two parents very don't cool. believe the same thing. Now the kid is torn like, which way do I go? And then also mothers, we also got to stop. And men too. We also got to stop being like to where you put in this negative connotation on the dad like your dad ain't shit no 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 your mom's not shit no that's not true you just think they're not shit but they still want to be there for the kid but because they but because y'all broke up or something like that now he ain't shit just because he may have cheated on you don't mean that he's not a good a good parent he just they just made a dumb mistake but now you're willing to sacrifice your kid's bond with their parent because of that decision. I don't care what nobody say. Children need their dads. So a lot of a lot of people out here that say I can do it all by my all by myself. No, sis, you can't. It's very hard. To it, it is. It's hard. But that's why I said it's a decision. Like we're in a we're post-abortion era. Like women have the right, like have the right to say I don't want this child or I do want this child. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that men should have a little bit of e- leeway as well. Correct. If a man isn't ready. Uh, the next day isn't going to make him ready. Mm-hmm. Next year may not make. He's him only going to be ready when he is ready. When he is ready, correct. And uh, if you have a man that has more than five children and he ain't never been ready, sis, he ain't never been. Here, ready. here's my point on that. Here's my point ready. on that, and then we gonna end it right. If you're fucking a man, right? Who? I just why I look at it right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna do it on both sides. If you're fucking a man that already has two kids and he ain't taking care of it, that's your dumbass fault if you get pregnant by him. Because you already have proof in the pudding that he ain't going to take care of the shit to begin with. And then also the same thing for men. If you're dealing with a woman who has, like, let's say, for example, she has two baby daddies. And it's not necessarily the fact that she has two baby daddies. I will even say look deeper into... The type of baby daddies that they are. The type of men that she's dealt with. Because nine times out of ten, if you, if you deal with two, two, if you deal with a woman who has two baby daddies, at this point, she's looking for you to be a father to them, especially if they ain't shit. So now, if you decide to get pregnant, you really got three mouths to feed instead of, you know, instead of just you, the girl, and the God. I mean, and, and the kid, if that makes sense. Correct. And so now it's just like, yo, like now you're stressed to where like, oh, well, I told you, blase, blase. No, you didn't. You just told me that you wanted me to be there for the kids. But now I have to be a father figure and protect and provide when all I'm really trying to do is just take care of me and my own. Well, I mean, and then it, you remember when I was like, you know, I'm hypergamous and some mm-hmm. people are hypogamous. Mm-hmm. It's about knowing what you are and where you're tra- and that those aren't even the only two things that you can be. But, like, knowing where you fall in the spectrum, you're definitely a hypergamous man. A man. You want somebody that is either equal or doing it. Like, you want somebody that can contribute. Cool. Yes, correct. You're not correct. looking for somebody to just be like, you can chill out. You know, I can be telling you what to do on the side because, you know, you're, I'm doing all everything. Mm-hmm. I'm paying all the bills. I'm doing all this. I, I just know me personally. Like, I honestly just feel like sooner or later... When we get into an argument about something, I'm going to be like, you don't pay no fucking bills. So, in all actual honesty, like, why are you mad if I decide I want to go 
get a new car or get a new mic or go to the game. There are some women that get mad over everything, though. You know, like I'm saying, like, my, my thing is, if I'm paying for everything, how you going to tell me how to spend my money when I'm paying for everything? Like, I never told my husband how to spend Like, you know I'm saying, like, if I'm paying, like, I know there's some women out there that would be like, oh, why are you doing this? We can't afford this. Well, how do you know what we can afford? That's true. Like, what are you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, sure what are you paying know. here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know? I do feel like, and I know, like, there are women out, there are men out there that really just want their women to look pretty, be pretty, and just basically be a trophy wife. Stay at home, and I'll take care of everything. I ain't that, I ain't that type of, I ain't that type of nigga. Like, I need you, like I said, I need you to be doing something. Like you know what I'm saying, because at the end of the day, like we, when when money comes up, I'm gonna bring up like, well, well, is are you like that? Because like my question to men that say that is, are you like that because you are where you want to be financially, or are you like that because right now you're not where you are financially? That's you a good question. That's a good. See, I guess it's just more so how I was raised because I always I'm always in the mindset. I do believe that, and what a time is all said and done, I'm gonna make it big in this world. Yes. And even if I do make it big in this world, I still want my wife to work she don't have to work all the time she don't have to have a full-time job but if she wants to have a part-time job somewhere cool or she works from home making money cool but i just don't want you sitting on your ass all day if that Mm -hmm. makes sense like i just don't want you sitting on your ass all day just sitting pretty i'm going home my biggest fear is i marry a woman right and let's just say for example she doesn't work this is this is my biggest fear and then i come home and i look at my bank account and it's negative like four thousand dollars and I'm looking Dang. like, where the fuck did you go? And you're just like, oh, well, we're shopping because we have the money. I don't get, like, I don't like, <laughs> my whole thing is, people always call me cheap. And my whole thing is, even if I make tons of money, I'm still going to be frugal with my money. Just Correct. because I have money to spend, don't mean I want you to spend it. Okay, so I think we're into something different. Because, like I said, hypergamy does not mean that a man is your wallet. And I think that's what we're talking about. We're yes. talking about a man being your wallet. Correct. No, like this is just a setup so that you have someone that's secure. Correct. Security is so important for a man to feel like he's he's within himself and he is expressing his whole self. Mm-hmm. You know, if a man is insecure, sometimes he can't give you what you want. Correct. And it's at no one's fault. It's not even his own fault because of the economy that we live in. But at the same time, like I just like I said, be, men are not your wallet. This is the same reason why my opinion about child support is the way it is, because men are not people's wallets uh-huh. only to be there for a wallet. Uh-huh. If a man is going to pay child support and say, hey, I accept this child. I want to be a part of this child's life. Give him that opportunity, knowing that he will have a place in that child's life. That's it. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you. This has been a dope conversation. Dope conversation. Dope conversation. You got any social media you want to plug in? Not right now. Okay. That's I'm cool. building it. Oh, that's cool. You don't, you don't know. A little bit shy. You know, a little bit shy, but I'm building up slowly. This was dope. Um, All right, y'all. Y'all already know where to follow me, man. Uh, Facebook, Thoughts of an Average Show podcast. Um, The Instagram, Average JTPC. The Twitter, the TOAJ podcast. Um, <clears throat> once again, 
December, January, February, it's only going to be three episodes a month. So I can get to that even 60 because I don't want 64, 65. I just feel that's weird. And I'm damn sure not doing 70 because I like stuff to be on even numbers. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, <clears throat> the giveaways will be uh, next week. So also be on the lookout for that. Um, I just appreciate all y'all do, man. Like <laughs> we're officially over 10,000 listens. Like I don't think y'all understand how big of a deal this is to me. Like I started in February and nowhere in my wildest dreams that I think I'd be over 10,000 listens. So like I greatly appreciate all the support, um, all the sales for the merchandise, all of that, because like I said, I'm just your regular average Joe. You know what I'm saying? And people actually want to tune in and listen to me. So I like, I really greatly, 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 greatly appreciate it. So, um, the winners I'm going to announce next week, y'all can hit me up. Tell, tell me, um, whatever, uh, whatever y'all want size, whatever item y'all want. And I'll go ahead and take care of that. Um, once again, this has been a dope conversation. I definitely got to get you back on. Um, so she's definitely going, you'll, you'll be on season two for sure. Cause season one's going to be wrapping up. So you'll definitely be on season two for sure. It's just going to be interesting. Like I told you off air, anything you need when you're ready to do whatever you want to do, hit me up. I ain't got no problem with it. All right, y'all. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Until next time, man. Mad love, John three sixteen. Peace. Yeah, it's a different kind of city when you live in red. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of